Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. What's up, Rebels? Hope you're having a great day. I am so excited. I'm so excited. I have a brand new love for my job because we have sponsors. Oh, my goodness. It is so awesome to get paid to do what you love to do. And a huge, huge shout out to the Voice of the Martyrs for being our first big time sponsor. Their website is persecution.com. And let's start with why should you be listening today? You know, I hate it when you get on a broadcast and you're like, and they just commercial to commercial to commercial. I listen to a broadcast where there's eight minutes of commercials before they tell you what's on the program. And I don't want to do that. So today we've got moms on the mic. That means the atomic mom, my wife, Laura Dobson, and producer K, agent K, the one and only fantastic Kristen Chadwick is also on. And we have a special guest in studio, so if you go to Facebook, you can watch that video live, but our in-studio guest is Beverly Merriam. And how do we reach the upcoming generation? And it's an important and vital question to ask. Beverly Merriam is a licensed professional counselor and happens to be Producer Kay's mom. What? That's right. Producer Kay has such an amazing mom, and she shares her vision for the teenagers who are walking through a dark world to become the light they are called to be. Her website is beverlymerriam.com. That's B-E-V-E-R-L-Y-M-E-R-R-I-A-M.com. Beverlymerriam.com. Links on Facebook, links in the show notes. Don't worry about that. But I want to jump back into why I'm so excited today because our sponsor, The Voice of the Martyrs, has a Christmas Care 2018 campaign going on. ChristmasCare2018.com, super easy website. ChristmasCare2018.com, it's in the show notes, it's on Facebook, it's on Instagram, it's everywhere we can possibly post it. But before the end of the year, you can get Christmas Care Packs or Village Outreach Kits. And listen to this, Christmas Care Packs are for kids. They're only 30 bucks. I mean, at Christmas this time, 30 bucks. I mean, we skip a couple of coffees, uh, don't get a pay-per-view for fight night like I do, and you can drop into, think about this, kids that have nothing. These are persecuted kids in countries that are hostile to the gospel. It's hostile to our faith. And the sponsor Christmas Care Packs for Children of the Persecuted Brothers and Sisters, these packs are specifically designed to encourage these young believers in their faith. They've got toys, school supplies, toiletries, which is something they're not getting. They just don't have... I mean, think about if you didn't have a toothbrush or soap or any school supplies. You know, my daughter Lucy, I was doing a video uh, for the Voice of the Martyrs, and... Well, I had one of the toys that we give out, and it was I had given it to Lucy, and she loved it, and I was using it, and I was out in the field doing a, doing a video for it, and I left it in my car, and I had taken it into the shop, and so I couldn't get it back to her, and she was kind of upset, and I explained to her that the kids we're sending toys to don't have any toys, and it just blew her little mind. Like, you could see her head trying to wrap itself around, what do you mean, no toys? And I'm like, no toys. Like, they don't have anything. And she got really upset. And it hurt her little heart. 
But it was a way I could describe to her what's going on around the world, that there are kids that don't have things that we have. And it really spoke to her. And it's made my six-year-old want to be more involved in things like the Voice of the Martyrs. And we appreciate them for sponsoring the program. But more importantly, we appreciate them for spreading the gospel throughout the 68 hostile and restricted countries where the Voice of the Martyrs works. And if you want to join in some friends or if you've got a little extra this year, the Village Outreach Kits are only $150. And they're there to help equip frontline workers with the materials needed in the field for evangelism and discipleship of young children and youth. The Village Outreach Kits includes Bibles, uh, discipleship resources, Christian tracts and literature for distribution, uh, leadership study materials, and ministry tools like DVD players, projectors, audio players, and appropriate Christian media. Listen, I've seen their uh, DVD players and their projectors. They've got these crazy kits in these little mini Pelican cases with speakers, microphones, um, a screen that you can stretch out, and it's this tiny, tiny projector. It is so awesome that technology is allowing us to distribute our faith all around the world in these 68 hostile countries. They're hostile to our faith and to Jesus Christ. And so go to ChristmasCare2018.com and join in the fight to spread the gospel around the world. We appreciate the voice of the martyrs response to Rebel Parenting, and that's why we get to talk to our friend Beverly Merriam right now on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. Hi, everybody. Good morning. It's Mom's on the Mic. Mom's on the Mic with a real mom. Oh, yes. My mama. Yeah. (laughs) We'll call her Mama K. And we just want to do a shout out to Thank You Jesus. Thank you, Clothing, who is sponsoring this episode. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. If you want to buy a t-shirt or get stickers, go to tyj.clothing, tyj.clothing. Thank you for sponsoring us here at Rebel. So, this is my mama, also known as Beverly Miriam. She is a licensed professional counselor since the mid-90s. I was 12. <laughs> I was <laughs> something 12. around there. I was in middle school. We won't say how old I was. I wonder why she became a therapist when I was in middle school. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> oh, you were mild, honey. You were mild. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Yes. So we have her on to just share some of her wisdom and her heart for mm. the world because she has a humongous heart for the world and she is very gifted in what she does and mm. can speak to so many people. So. Mama. Okay. So, yes, I guess my work really did stem out of being a mom. I was actually working doing some youth ministry, and the kids were coming and talking to me. I loved it. There were some issues that I thought, gosh, I'm really not equipped to deal with this. And I ended up kind of going from there to my very first 
job in counseling. And mm. that was before I got my master's, I worked at a psychiatric hospital. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> my kids can attest to some of the stories. We have stories. lots of inside jokes. <laughs> working um, on a psych ward. Working on a psych yeah. ward. Kind of all over the hospital. A youth but, si- oh, all over. All but, over the hospital. But I loved working with the youth mm. in the hospital. Uh, and you would see great progress. The the issues were much more simple than they are today. I bet. There obviously were kids that had used drugs, uh, a lot of oppositional, defiant type kids, just kids pushing the limits, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some good work got done because back in that day, insurance paid for longer stays. Mm. But the problem was a lot of times they go right back into the same mm-hmm. situation. So you mm-hmm. kind of feared that things would default. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All um, the work that had been taken. Yeah. They're yeah. going back into the chaos. Mm-hmm. The chaos. Okay. Yeah. So what have you seen shift from the beginning of counseling to now with teenagers, with parents? Like what is something that you're seeing kind of develop more and more in our culture and yeah. the teens and the parents? Well, it is very complex now. The world has changed yeah. since the mid-90s. My mm. gosh, we, the social media, well, even computers and, yeah, <laughs> I mean, everything has advanced. But what I see is really, after I worked at the psych hospital, I kind of got away from working with the youth for a while. Did work at a wilderness program with teens, oh, how too, fun. which was fun. But then it was probably, I don't know, 10 years or so before I worked with teens. So that's the time span uh, since I'd worked with them. And about a year or so ago, I started getting an influx of teenagers, mostly kids from the couples I was working with. And I started seeing themes. Mm -hmm. As to the social media piece, the phone always was brought into the session. For real. Uh, for real. I and mean, was was it used during the session? Uh, it might have been might used, have been. but then it was, I had it to address right it. Ne- uh, as, okay. as I have mine right next to me. Unless I wanted to use <laughs> How it. How many devices do we <laughs> That's have? right. We've always got them. Yeah. I've got yeah. mine. Yeah. <laughs> And although sometimes I use the phone because I wanted to know what their favorite meme was or their favorite song or or whatever. But what I started seeing was a lot of loneliness. Mm. So even though they are constantly on playing, thinking they're connecting, they are so disconnected. Just separated. So separated. And it's rarely anything of substance that they're talking about. Mm. So one girl told me, you know, Miss Miriam, I wouldn't even have to be here if I had somebody to talk to. Mm. Oh, that's heartbreaking. And she has caring parents. Mm. So... What I was seeing was a lot of the loneliness, a lot of isolation. Then I started noticing, just observing and hearing about what was going on at home, people were scattered. Your mm. mom, dad, mm-hmm. everyone's kids, doing something, huh? Somebody's over here doing Fortnite, somebody's playing this game, somebody's texting, mm. mom's on Facebook, mm-hmm. dad's on the computer. And 
nobody's talking, mm. talking, having real conversation about anything. Yeah. Mm. And not um, not dinners together. Certainly that's rare. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the average American home. Those are mm-hmm. caring parents that yeah. are willing to go to counseling. These are yes. people that care, that want to do better, that want to yes. make things better. And this is still what you're seeing inside mm-hmm. those homes. That's right. Just think of the homes That's that right. don't even care about right. anything. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, Rick says up here, hi, Rick. Depression seems huge now. Do you see that? Oh, good gracious. Yes. Uh, well, you think about it. The isolation, mm-hmm. yeah. which is going to lead to a lot of inward yeah, processing internal. Mm-hmm. And when they're not connected at home minimally yeah. or with friends, they are just feeling out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, we are seeing a lot of depression, mm. a lot of anxiety, a lot of social anxiety. Oh, yes. Mm. So what do you suggest to the parents? What do you say? What's like one or two steps that they can say to start reconnecting? Turn off Uh, those screens? I mean, of course. Okay, so about the screens, I'm sure most of you know the Boundaries book. Yeah. Um, How to to say yes, when to say no. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Henry Cloud, John Townsend. In the new edition, there is Boundaries in the Digital Age, and it is awesome. Mm. Gives you great ideas of how to limit, Mm -hmm. how to use it for a good resource, Mm -hmm. but protect true connection Mm. so you know one of the things about boundaries is keeping the good in and um, keeping the bad out so Mm -hmm. what I suggest is stack up the phones or put them in a basket when it's dinner time ask open-ended questions Mm -hmm. Um, really truly even if you're going to get some eye rolls um, <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Just start uh-huh. it. Just do it. So here. I know as your daughter, I know your heart and your vision that the Lord has dropped mm. in your heart as it pertains to how to help families. So what mm-hmm. can you share that? Yes. Yes. Heart. Okay. <laughs> this is, this was wild to me. Um, I've really been on a Holy Spirit journey the last six years, learning how to really listen Mm. um, because, man, I know he speaks to us so personally. So part of this, I think, was I've just really been open to the Holy Spirit communicating to me. My heart felt such a burden for these teens. It wasn't just the depression, the isolation, but some other factors that I'll explain um, it was around the time of Wonder Woman. <laughs> Shout out to Wonder I Woman. Gotta, I say, still need to Wonder see. Woman rocks. We're going to watch it together. Okay, we'll watch okay. it together. <laughs> but it go. was right around there, and he gave me a vision that was so powerful and huge. And it's something that he's wanted me to communicate. It's time to wake up, folks. It's time to wake up, parents. Mm. He showed me this swirly dark, ominous cloud just hovering. And it was hovering over these little lights. The goal was to put the lights out. Yeah. The lights are your babies. These are your babies, Mm. your teenage babies. 
it's millennials, it's the Zers. Yes. Um, the Lord wants them to know he loves them so much and mm-hmm. he wants them to be the brightest lights mm-hmm. in an ever darkening world. Mm-hmm. And I think you all can say amen to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. amen, for sure. So this is what I'm seeing. Enemy is bringing in these elements into their world. And this is not extraordinary. This is ordinary. Mm-hmm. This is happening to your kids friends or your kids pornography is deep 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 mm-hmm. guys and is that both genders it is okay it is more so obviously with, with the with boys. boys but they're girls that are are saturated in yeah. it as well i mean there's some pastimes of boys where they just get together and they just watch porn together watch porn mm-hmm. together and drink or smoke or or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. um but that's their that's one of the pastimes so what this is doing, guys, talk about the enemy stealing. He is stealing their ability to have true intimacy, yep. true relationship down the road when they may want to get married mm-hmm. and actually have an emotionally close relationship with their spouse yeah. and physically close. Yeah. Because what's happening is mm-hmm. they are messing with themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there are some 20-something-year-old men that are furious that they cannot perform. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, this is serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this is our future, possibly our future children's children. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wants to take them out. Yes. He wants to rob them. He's stealing them blind, and they don't know it. I mean, thankfully, all these things, there are resources Yes. There are ways that we can save the kids from these these yes. things. Um, another uh, is gender confusion. That did not see years and years ago. Mm-hmm. That did not come up as an issue that I recall. Mm-hmm. It, many kids are just confused because of what they see on the media. Mm-hmm. And the media is another strong factor in all of this. Mm-hmm. What they're seeing mm-hmm. on TV in the movies, what they're hearing, what they're listening to. um, It's just bombarding them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the gender confusion, there's suicide as it relates to the depression. And that's on the rise. That's on the rise. Yeah. Huge. Yes. Double digits in our area. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's 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 awful. But just, just seeing all the different things coming at them, shootings, Mm. That's another mm-hmm. abortion is another. And you really you just look at the the reason for all of that. And it's so enemy. Yeah. It's so enemy. But the good news is the answer to this is connection, community, yeah. community, yeah. connection. Mm-hmm. And it's identity, knowing who they really are Mm -hmm. in God's eyes. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in Mm because he can tell them who they are and he can tell you who you are, parents, because it's got to start with you. Mm -hmm. The couples have to know who they are individually and what their purpose is. He has such a great purpose Mm -hmm. for for all of us. And the Lord wants to turn the lights back on in the house. Isn't that? So cool. He gave that to me. I love it. (laughs) He wants to turn the lights back on in the house. Okay. And here's the scripture. 
This is Isaiah 61. Mm. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the people. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear upon thee. The unbelievers, it says the Gentiles, but the unbelievers shall come to your light. So we want to turn those lights back on Mm -hmm. bright. Starts with identity connection. Mm, I love it. And he loves them so much. His heart is thumping for them. Like, oh my goodness, save these kids because their purpose to be such bright lights in the world that we're seeing every day where we shake our heads and we go, what in the world is Mm -hmm. happening here? Right. So they have a true calling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And yeah, we good. aren't called to live in fear either. Right. It's more of standing in hope for them yes. rather than fear right. of what they're going through. And just like what my mom was saying is that the clearest way is for us as moms, as dads, is to get clear in our own walk with the with Lord. The Lord, Yeah. And I mean, that's where it's got to flow from. Right. From us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Makes me want to throw all the screens away and just go live (laughs) on a commune and connect and, you know, go back, go back. But I know that's not the solution and I know that's not the answer, but I just feel like there's just needs to be a jarring of some families and kind of like what you were saying of waking up. Mm -hmm. It's time to wake up. They're right in front of us. You're losing them right in front of us. Mm -hmm. We are. And I was telling my son-in-law the other night, it's like we've been frogs in the, in the pot. Yep. Mm And what seems okay, semi-okay for us when we look at something on TV, we would have been shocked years ago. So exactly, uh, we got to get out of that pot. Yes, because it's boiling. Uh, it yeah. is boiling. It's boiling. But you're right. I mean, there's hope and there's, there's answers. There's resources yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, another factor that I didn't mention, of course, is drugs. And the drugs are so much more mm-hmm. fatal these and days. Potent, strong and stronger. And, yeah, with the fentanyl and the, the yeah. oxy and all of the stuff mm-hmm. that... And even the, the marijuana is not like back in, back in the day. the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... <sighs> and the it's, teens are being being able to have access to the marijuana much easier now. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of drug uses, you all probably know, in, in school, in the bathrooms. Everywhere. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Homeschool. No, just kidding. That wasn't a plug for homeschool. <laughs> I, my kids go to school. I can't say oh. that anymore. Well, you do a hybrid. I do a hybrid, but still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just everywhere. It doesn't matter whether you're Christian yeah. or non-Christian. This is across the board. I it think is. this is affecting everybody. It I, is. I, yeah, I'd like to ask how many of your clients are Christian? Is the majority of the people you're seeing Christian? I would say the majority are. Yeah, see, that's what's fascinating. So now, there's no separation, people. If you're listening, mm-hmm. rebels who are out there listening, you know, we are in a culture that has, there's not much distinctions between non, nominal Christians Mm-mm. or non, right. non-Christian versus Christian. Mm-hmm. hurting being hurt by the culture that's right yeah that's mm. right it's getting used to being in the pot yep, yep. we're still in it mm-hmm. so i have a question for you 
just knowing moms, I have a preteen and as she's entering into the, she doesn't have social media, but I can just imagine there's going to be a mom out there or a dad out there saying, well, what if my kid's already in social media? What if they're, what would you suggest if they came into the room and they had bullying on social media and you had the parents there and you had the child there? Mm. What would you say Mm. in that scenario? First of all, I would want to acknowledge how that child was feeling, Mm -hmm. how this was affecting them. It would probably be some restrictions on the, to some degree, some boundaries around whatever it was, if it was the phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But just the connecting, getting Mm -hmm. to know who the people are that are, she's interfacing with having guards on the phone, having security on the phone. Mm -hmm. And it should be understood from the get go that that is mom or dad can look at the phone. Mm -hmm. That's my view anytime, just because of the day that we're living in. Mm -hmm. Not so much that we don't trust them, but Mm -hmm. it might be because of this kind of thing, Mm -hmm. because of bullying. Yeah. 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 I think that's wisdom to always be able to have that mm-hmm. extra guidance mm-hmm. with the parents being in charge of the screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the kid yeah. being in charge of the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. It's you a know, privilege. But it's a privilege. It's not yes. something that they just get mm-hmm. to have and get to do whatever they want on. This is just random. What do you think of Fortnite? I heard you mention it. Is Fortnite <laughs> just the devil or what are we up against here? Just kidding. All those people who play Fortnite. Oh boy. I well, I've not played Fortnite, so I can't really speak to being a, an expert on that. But man, I know, I know bunch of little boys some of which are my grandbabies that are so into Fortnite. yes but again i there needs to be some limitation yeah get that boundary the new version of boundaries it's that is excellent Mm -hmm. ideas on how to really set the restrictions or the limitations around it it, but yet to be able to use it for great resources it's it's a wonderful thing too totally totally yeah Yeah, i mean i don't think there's any way of stopping the train the train is already going right so let's just figure out what's gonna make these kids succeed and not Mm -hmm. struggle with this loneliness depression which could lead into health issues i mean let alone leading into depression and all those other things it leads into physical ailments and then social problems social anxieties and then it you know i can just see the train going veering off just one degree and just getting Mm -hmm. worse and worse and worse as the person Mm -hmm. grows up whether it be Mm -hmm. food addiction drug addiction porn addiction i mean you name it Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. it can it can but doesn't have to doesn't have to doesn't have to Here we go, Rebels. It does not have to. We have the power and the resources out there. We definitely have the resources out here at Rebel Mm -hmm. to help you, guide you in finding some solutions to some of these issues. Absolutely. Yes, Mm. tune in. What else do you see happening with the teens? What, like, let's think of, like, some things like their vision or what do you see coming out of their passions and any new things that are transpiring when you see a kid on fire for Jesus? 
Well, I will tell you one. I'm looking at Kristen here because she's got some very in tune, on fire kids, mm-hmm. compassionate hearts. That's what I'm seeing is, mm-hmm. and not just with your kids and my grandkids, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing a lot of social justice interest. Yes. yes. Yes, they really want to do something practical. Yeah. I think there is great hope with these kids. They obviously are different types of learners because of what they've grown up with. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see how all this plays out. Yeah. And yeah, how we learn to work with millennials and understand millennials, but they do have a heart. They're just different kind of learners. Mm-hmm. I even see the social justice Mm -hmm. thing. Like they really do want to change the world. They do. They do. Not just talk until I get a job. It's Mm -hmm. no, I am going to make my job a world changing job. Yeah. Action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely do see action. Yes. Yep. And how can I be a part of something Mm -hmm. bigger than myself? Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. I see that too. Yeah. Yeah. A deep compassion. Mm -hmm. So you can almost see why the enemy would want to put that out. Right. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm flush that down Mm -hmm. yeah so spending time too with Mm. really early on all the way through Mm. even in middle school when it can be some tough times (laughs) yes we both have middle schoolers yeah she experienced a lovely night last night of Intense, extra. That's what I call it. Extra middle school. Extra middle school. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I thank God for my mom. I don't know how she did it. All five of us. She made it through. Yeah, we we do get through the process for sure. I'll tell you one thing that I enjoy doing, both with my kids and with grandkids. At least to a certain point, I need to reactivate this actually. But going and I would ask them questions about Mm -hmm. who their favorite singer was and why, or their favorite song and Mm -hmm. why, or Mm -hmm. who's your best friend? What was your favorite memory with your dad? What was your favorite Mm -hmm. memory? You know, just those kind of questions yeah. that you really could put sort of in a little time capsule to look at later. Yeah, well, I'd love to fun. ask you because I know uh, we have someone here famous in my eyes who's been to Woodstock, <laughs> the real Woodstock, not even the fake Woodstock that happened in 94 oh that I did attend. So she got to go to the original Woodstock. So what was your favorite? Who wait, was your favorite band? Wait, wait, okay, wait. Why did you go to Woodstock? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, why? <laughs> Why were you at Woodstock? Yes. Let's well, just hear about that. Let's just say I didn't know I was going to Woodstock until we were about to go. But the reason I was up in that area was Kristen's dad and I decided to get married in New Jersey. Now, I'm from Georgia, so this was not exactly how I had planned it to go down. Or my parents had planned it to go down. <laughs> However, after <laughs> I'd kind of given up on the guy, I decided to go to California for a little bit. And while I was in California, he decided he was ready to get married. So I have grown since then, y'all. I really do know myself better. But um, <laughs> tears have been shed, I'm sure. No, just kidding. So um, anyway, I agreed. And we got married. And uh, see, Bill had already gone up and, with his friend, Dave, and I joined them. So uh, even though Bill and I did go overnight 
to New York City for a mini honeymoon. Then we picked up Dave and the three of us kind of made some rounds in New England, went to Boston, got mm. some earth shoes, bought <laughs> uh, Woodstock tickets yeah. and... That's where I got my tickets, too. It was in Boston. In Boston. You were there, too. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> and I hitchhiked out to Woodstock. Even in somebody's glimmer of their yeah, eye, huh? Totally. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we, honeymoon, we went honeymoon to Woodstock. At Woodstock. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes indeed. But yeah. your husband at the time was there to film. Right. No. Oh, he, okay. We were just there to be there and to hear the music okay but we did not realize what it was going what god to. was going to do through that okay <laughs> or something or something <laughs> or something or something so what was, it your... was a phenomenal it was a phenomenal but you know what i can't talk a whole lot about it because there's more to come next year Mm. And oh. I kind of have some restrictions oh, on what I can say. Oh. So she was interviewed. I see. I see. Okay. Well, can you tell well, us your favorite band? Santana. Santana. Okay. Oh. Woo-hoo-hoo. We'll go Dang with that. Nice. We can end with that. Pretty cool. That was awesome. Well, it thank was. you. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming oh, and sharing your vision and your hope for this welcome. next generation. And yes. we love your daughter. We would not be anywhere without yeah. her. She is the breath and life of this ministry so we thank you for birthing her and giving oh, giving her mom. life what a blessing thanks. and what a blessing to be here with yeah. with you too laura oh thank yeah. you thank you all right okay bye rebels bye, bye moms keep on the tuning mic. in bye moms thank on the you. mic oh rebels my goodness is beverly great or what wow You know, working with kids when they're going through such hard times, and they are these days. They know more. They see more. They hear more. I mean, my 12-year-old asked me, Daddy, why is the flag at half-mast? And I can't give him a lame answer. He'll know I'm lying. You've got to tell him at least a version of the truth for their age appropriateness, but they're hearing things that we didn't hear when we were that age. And that's why it's so important sometimes to get a third party involved when your kids are going through hard times. And that's why we appreciate Beverly so much for the work that she does. And in closing, a special shout out to The Voice of the Martyrs for sponsoring Rebel Parenting. You can find them at persecution.com. And if you want to join into the Christmas care packs and help out kids and villages in the 68 hostile and restricted countries where The Voice of the Martyr works, head to christmascare2018.com. God bless Rebels. We will see you next time. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us. And we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting.